0: welcome to Keeping It Real with Beth and Darren. We started our show when the pandemic first hit and now about a million days later we're still doing it. Or 90. Or 90-ish. So listen in, laugh, chat with us but all I can tell you is that we're going to be keeping it real every single time.
1: here you just can't see her she's getting her coffee and getting us uh, yeah. getting us set up
0: oh i so shut yeah, up yeah,
1: the heat. how's everybody doing how late are we running right now we're about five minutes late that's yeah.
0: terrible
1: I'm people may not even know that people think we're not even on anymore. Mm-hmm. i'm sorry everybody we're going to try to slowly get back into good morning gina we're going to try to slowly get back into the swing of things back into our normal routine um, mm-hmm. You know what's not like a normal routine for me? I'm. Good morning, Gina. I got my beard going and I'm growing, up. I'm growing a mullet. What do you think? What kind of mullet? You a ponytail? No? No, no. Well, yeah, I'm gonna get the mullet going. Yeah. Gonna, yeah. yeah. What do you think? I don't know about like that. Like Joe Dirt. No. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Gina? If I grow it really long in the back, what do you think? Um, I need to go get a haircut. I gotta call my boy Rosario, okay? That is my only guy who ever cuts my hair. Actually, I shouldn't say that. Rebecca. During uh, quarantine, during during the pandemic, well, it was still the pandemic, but when she was home with us, she actually uh, cut my hair one time. One time. That was it. Um, So I need to call Rosario and and get myself fixed up. Hope everybody's doing okay. It has been a crappy week for weather. I mean, it's been absolutely terrible. Raining today, it rained yesterday. It feels like the whole week has been wet. So maybe that means a brighter days are in store ahead.
0: Yeah, um, hopefully on election day, because everybody else has voted before, and, and everybody's getting well, soaked. Well, before we get to election day,
1: we're going to get to tomorrow. Okay? Okay. Tomorrow
0: Tomorrow's Halloween. Oh, yeah. Hey, tomorrow- Kevin.
1: Well, good morning, Kevin. Tomorrow's Halloween. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be an interesting one for a lot of reasons. First of all, it's just interesting to see how people are going to treat this Halloween. Are kids going to be going out trick-or-treating at all? I mean, mm-hmm. well... well Ours, yeah. are, ours aren't, because ours, yeah. ours are off at college. But, I mean, are other people going to, um... Long in the back is to get rid of this beer. Oh. Oh, okay, all right. I, th- Thank you. That comes from a place of love, so I will... I'm glad you said it. <laughs> thank you,
0: Gina, for saying that. Because
1: I just have to be like, oh, it's, good. it's Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It. All right, to so that, I will, all right. I, I will get rid of it. If we I'm having ready. my...
0: Macchiato food. But
1: are, are we? Do you think we're gonna see when we're home tomorrow any trick or treaters in the neighborhood? No. No? No. I so th- well, we never
0: get trick or treaters. That's anyway. true. We
1: never, even during normal times, we get very, very funny. a lot
0: of hiss going on. Again? jeez. Oh, um, really? what's going on? I don't know. This thing is like. Is uh, it better when we have. No, but then he we... says it's worse when you don't hear it. So about let me now, try Kevin? again. Tell us now, or or I can put it back in again. Because you said yesterday, like, or the other day, that it worked
1: better when we... All right, I just did it again. Hopefully.
0: Kevin, let us know. And Gina, you can weigh in, too, because you're on.
1: But I want to know what people are going to be doing, how they're treating this Halloween. Like, are they just assuming that nobody is coming by the house? Are they going to leave candy out in the front, like, at, you know, 10 to 20 feet from the front door? Or what's going to happen when you have an emboldened uh, kids out there with the parents coming by who says, you know what? As long as they're wearing masks and doing uh, what they're supposed to, they're going to knock on the front door. And then what are you going to do when somebody... When a kid, I,
0: I got no candy. When,
1: when you get when a kid knocks on the front door trick-or-treat, do you yell from inside, go away. Yeah. Get out of here. There's a pandemic. Go home. Go to somebody else's house. What do you say? We're like, not giving you, out
0: well, candy this year. We don't want to take a chance. But seriously,
1: what would you do if we are home yeah. and the doorbell rang and you see it's a bunch of trick-or-treaters? What are you doing?
0: They're sorry, we're not giving this sorry,
1: year. Sorry, um, yeah, you know, the pandemic. We're 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 out. Right. I, right. I don't know. Uh, try the house across the street. I understand they're giving away some good stuff.
0: <laughs> I mean, I was in Walgreens for your mother yesterday, and there's like a little sign that says we're not giving out candy for Halloween this year. You know, Wal- like because what well, if a trick or treater comes into Walgreens, they're not giving oh, it out to anybody okay. who comes in.
1: So. And we're going to a Halloween. Yeah. Gathering tomorrow I, I don't to know what we're party. gonna what are we gonna we, be? We're not sure what, we're gonna what wear. should we be if anybody has ideas what well, we, we we need to figure out something pretty quickly yeah, we know. have put out sign no candy here then we just I don't, I don't want to put that sign out either then we look like the the, the curmudgeon neighbors no candy here
0: yeah. I mean can we like is there a movie that we like that we you and I could just be and like just wear the clothes from
1: just wear the clothes in that movie like yeah like um about last night.
0: I could put out some. I could wear a long sweater. I'm gonna say I'm Demi Moore from About Last Night. I have a long, pretty sweater and a long skirt. That would be an ad, but I got rid of all those outfits, so I don't have that.
1: Yeah, we're we're scrambling right now. Scrambling. scrambling.
0: We didn't even go into a store, so I don't well, know what we're gonna do. That's why we're
1: scrambling because we're, we're mentally scrambling trying yeah, to figure out what we're gonna wear
0: I tomorrow. Yeah, I don't. I do know. Um, I mean, we could do. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's like pick a pick a decade.
1: I'm gonna just t- get a T-shirt. And, I have um like a, a S on it. I have
0: a vest. Like I could do a um. We could do like the '60s or something. I have like a little. I don't know. Oh, looking, I don't know.
1: You'll look adorable no matter Whatever. what you Or wear. we
0: can go to the Halloween store and get like a costume. Maybe we'll do that.
1: Maybe we'll go to a Halloween store tomorrow. I always pass by the stores. I'm like, how do those places survive? Like, how do they do business? And I realize because people like us at the last minute buying something dumb, a store to find something for Halloween. Uh, we have a couple of birthdays, big birthdays that we need to uh talk about, even though uh, mm. one was yesterday. We should and go as we...
0: Kelly and Ryan. Oh, there and then you I go. gotta wear a blonde wig.
1: You're the, you're the nicest Kelly. Thank you. Um so we have happy birthday to Vicki Salemi.
0: Yes, it's Vicki's birthday today.
1: Happy birthday, Vicki. Yes. And we also have to say happy birthday, although it wasn't today because we didn't do our show yesterday, but we can't have a show and not acknowledge this. I doubt she's watching. Maybe she is, but Alicia Wolf.
0: It she sometimes her. is. She's not watching so at the moment.
1: It is uh, Alicia. It was Alicia Wolf's yes. birthday yesterday, and um, Alicia is one of my closest and uh, most lo- you know oldest friends that I have. I don't mean in age. I mean longest in terms of friendships out there, and um, we absolutely adore and uh, love love. And love Alicia, as she already knows. We love to also laugh a lot and have a uh, very good, silly time and and laugh at stupid stuff. And um,
0: she was the one who told you to dress up like a woman on our did. first. Yes. Uh, yes. I, I had uh, a Halloween party at my uh, uh, my apartment.
1: Back when we first met, the first year when Beth and I first met, and it was met a Halloween in party. And this was a Halloween party. Alicia, being the good friend that she is to me, said when I asked her what. Oh Should I go God. as the Halloween She obviously didn't meet me yet. She said, "Why don't you get dressed up as a woman?" And I said, "No, really." She said, "No, I'm serious. I think it'd be, fu- I think it'd be funny."
0: <laughs> it was funny. Not for it me. Wasn't funny
1: for Beth. He was meeting my friends <laughs> for the first time. That's. It was
0: so uncomfortable. That, that's. I the, drank so much that night because yes, of that. Yes,
1: that she Beth was. Got more drunk that night of Halloween than any other time I've ever seen her in my entire life. Yeah. All stemming from the fact that she couldn't cope with the fact that I was dressed like a woman meeting her friends. And my parents. No, I wasn't meeting your parents for the first time. But you picked me up and you were dressed as a woman with my parents. They thought I looked pretty, your parents. Yeah, they thought you looked pretty. (laughs) Oh, hi, Julia. Hi, Julia. Yes. So, happy birthday to, you know, Alicia and I also went to the prom together. Um, we've, you know, been through been a lot. A, been through a lot together over time, and um, I'm very happy that uh, Alicia is still in my life and our lives. And yes, she you very much. Life.
0: She was the witness for our our wedding. Can
1: I have a witness? She was our witness. She was a witness. Yes. Um, you know, we've mentioned before how busy things have been for us for a variety of reasons. Uh, trying to get my mom. Um, settled back into some type of routine, which is a bit difficult because she just came out of rehab center and has to uh, deal with her, her hip and being able to walk and, you know, basically needs certain amount of assistance and care, which we're in the process of trying to figure out. And um, she was with us on Wednesday, uh, which was great, and try to encourage her to stay with us as much as possible, but my mom is stubborn. Sorry, she is and likes to be and stay in her own house, which I guess I do understand up to a point. But uh, we did have her on Wednesday, so Mom, if you're watching, I'm letting you know you staying with us was not an inconvenience. We loved having you. We wish you would stay more, and um, it would make your life a lot easier and ours too. And ours too. I'm just gonna put it out there, okay? Just saying it. Just say we, have some, it out we have some stairs, which makes navigating a little bit more problem, but we were able to get her up and down, no issue, right? No issue. So. Ma, if you're watching, uh, you know we want you to stay over as much as possible. Whatever you want, I'll just leave it at that. And on Wednesday, where do we order food from? Because my mom really loves good pizza. We order from Four Bros. Four Bros. Pizza, phenomenal, phenomenal. I, I think I mentioned a couple months ago that they had one moment there where I felt like things were off, and I'm like, oh God, I can't believe that they changed. The pizza formula that they had, what they were doing, they—they're back. Okay,
0: they're back in full force. But you
1: had a—you slice. I
0: did, but and then I when I had it, I've become so picky that like Johnny's is my favorite. Can
1: you believe this is what this is what this is what's happened? You know, Johnny's. I don't eat a lot cake. of it now, so I only. So I'm i like, gonna waste Beth had calories. Johnny's a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Beth had Johnny's a couple weeks ago, and it, it's. It's it puts us in a difficult position because nothing out there compares. truly compares to Johnny's, right? Right. So if you're gonna have Johnny's, anything else you're gonna have by comparison is gonna be a little bit disappointing, even though it's
0: excellent. I like you know what it is. I like a <laughs> sauce that's just a little bit sweeter, and that sauce, the one from Four Bros, is not as it was it was saltier, I guess. It just wasn't that sweetness, and Johnny's has like the perfect. You do. I love. We love Johnny's. I love. We
1: saw it all the time, but guess what? The boy is coming home in a few weeks. Definitely gonna have Johnny's. But we're also gonna try out a lot of spots, a lot of new spots that we need to try out. We need to head into the city. There's a lot of good, great places that 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 he and I need to hit. Like I'm gonna dedicate at least a full day or two to go to three or four spots each day. Has to, has to happen. Beth is already working on logistics about when he's coming home from Chicago.
0: Listen, and Julia is a traveler, so Julia will understand this. And and my biggest concern, when you're flying out of Chicago, it is constantly plagued by bad weather. So the earlier you fly out of (coughs) Chicago, the better you are. Because even if there's a delay, so if you have a flight at 8 a.m. or 9 a.m. and you leave at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, it's not the end of the world. But if you have a flight at 6 or 7 p.m., you're probably not gonna take off till eight or nine and then you get into New York an hour later and then it's just a pain. And so I'm trying to impress upon him that you really don't want to leave that late because of you know, what happens with Chicago is the wind hits from both directions and, and then you're just sitting there. I, I've sat in the airport for more than ten hours, more than one time in O'Hare. And it was be- not fun. I believe you. It was not you. it's not fun. I mean so it's a Dylan, great airport. But I doubt you're watching for the five
1: you are. Gotta do a different
0: flight. Yeah, we got to figure this out. So but yeah, I mean that that's my only concern Especially in November because it's just so unpredictable. See agreed also back up from earlier flights
1: ah, That's it. Julia. We're gonna, Julia? Put, we're gonna put you in touch with our son as well I'm you telling are, you
0: you if you can be on the first flight out then you get on the first flight out You don't want to take a chance when you're in O'Hare Airport. You just don't it's it's a nightmare so, and it's the freaking Thanksgiving, you know, kids are coming home, so it's going to be a nightmare anyway. That's also,
1: that's also a very good point. But countering, you know, counter to that is the fact that it is a pandemic, there are a lot less people traveling.
0: There will be a lot less people traveling, but you still have kids coming home from college. So you'll have more, you know, the young students coming, but regardless, that's it'll be busier than most days. Um. Oh my God! I have been stuck in O'Hare so many times. That's what Julie is saying, right? Yeah. So so long that I can walk you through the vendor layout, right? <laughs> exactly. I used to take American Airlines, and I remember the terminal was right next. The, the, <coughs> the gate was right next to McDonald's. That was my only like time that I would be like, I'm gonna have McDonald's because I'm gonna get stuck here for ten hours anyway. So why the hell not? But yes, the
1: vendor layout that's pretty. Funny.
0: Germorama, nice. So
1: y- you were starting to talk about. I think you jumped the gun a little bit because we still had to cover Halloween, but then you talked about what's coming up right after Halloween, which is November third.
0: Oh, and Kevin had the worst layover in Chicago—twenty 20 hours. hours. I'm telling you, it's <laughs> like we're—it's like you're—you you start telling your war stories about O'Hare Airport. It's not fun. So anyway, but yeah, what was uh, I talking about? We, the we election. You started
1: to talk about the election. Yes. On Tuesday. Um, mm. I don't know if these numbers are correct, so somebody can fact check me. Supposedly, what do you like,
0: Steve Kornacki? Go to the big board. You don't even know who I'm talking
1: about. Supposedly, more than eighty million people have already voted.
0: Eight A- eighty what? Like,
1: supposedly, again, what somebody, eighty please, million? Supposedly, eighty million people have already voted. Holy please fact check, Go, fact check me on that, please. Um, please do. Okay, I'm not swearing to it. In 2016, yeah. By this time it was only forty seven million. Wow. So that's uh that's
0: huge. Well it's huge. I mean and people are concerned that on election day that it, that the lines you gonna be that much longer, but the thing that they're not <laughs> factoring in is that more polling places are gonna be open. So it, it, yes.
1: So, it, so we'll see what so happens. So Beth and so Beth and I have staked our claim, okay? And uh, we basically said we're going on election day. We're going yeah. really early in the morning. Five thirty. I think we should head up yeah. there five thirty. We don't sleep anyway. We get up at—I I, I should say—I get up at five fifteen, and I start to toss around. Beth sleeps through most of it.
0: Yeah, and then I'm up in the and six. It, and six then
1: you're up range. in the six range, right? Mm. That's what's been happening. But we'll be getting up really early Tuesday. like so Kevin I'm, already
0: voted, and, and Julie I'm said ho- it's the highest mail-in vote ever.
1: <clears throat> I'm hoping that I um, am. Right, and that we are not facing a huge line when we go Tuesday, because I will look like an ass. Hopefully, it'll be a
0: nice day. Regardless, a, who cares? You I'll know, whatever. will nice get a
1: big umbrella if it's not. I mean, but
0: then, and Julia said, Steve Kornacki gonna have to roll his sleeves up. You don't know who that is. He's on MSNBC, and he goes and he like, let's go to the big board, and he's like. Constantly <laughs> <laughs> but it's gonna be like a Jerry Lewis telethon. It's gonna go on for like six days because if, if ever you know if They're counting all these mail-in votes. That's a long. I, I, how a does long. that work? Anyway, it's
1: gonna take a long time
0: Like who's do do they put do they feed that in or do they first have to open it and then start feeding it in After like how does that 40 million work? Uh, that's what confuses me.
1: And People send thank you notes afterwards after they get the vote, yeah. No, (laughs) but then the thing is, is that some
0: of them, um, aside from the mail in, people said that they did actually put it through the machine early, too. So it's so confusing. There's some places where you can put it through early, and there are others where you have to drop it in a box. So I don't know.
1: Well, hopefully, it's gonna, but I am assuming that going on election day, yeah,
0: it's going in the thing, it's it's, it's, yes, yeah,
1: it's the most solid way. To ensure that
0: your vote counts. Oh, Julie said it's state by state. So in New York, you're able to actually do the vote. Some states do not open prior to Tuesday. Right. Holy cow. So that's like crazy. Which I wonder which states those I are. I don't know. Well, there was one I was just seeing. that I think it was Minnesota. It's like the ones where these the individual states are duking it out because they, if the ballots come in after election day, they're um they're fighting about, well, then they don't count. So certain courts have ruled that they do if they were postmarked by, the, by um, you know, election day. And if afterwards, then they're not. But they're actually gonna take the, any ballots that arrive after, I think it's in Minnesota, and like just put them off to the side and see, you know, what the, what the results are. And then if they have to go to that, they will go to the pile go to the pile yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah so that's like so because and they're because they're trying to force it to the supreme court again and then then what'll happen is like if it's neck and neck oh wait ru- minnesota just ruled no extra days so if they get anything in that that box that comes after forget it it's over they should get the male guy from mi oh men in black to sort oh. it out um Yeah, so anyway, so I guess now in Minnesota if you are even if it's postmarked on Election Day, it won't matter They're gonna take your vote and throw it in the garbage Okay, so that's fun. Well, that's reassuring. That's nice to know. That's good to know. Um And uh, yeah, so that's we
1: are getting close to now 9 million COVID cases 9 million
0: Wow terrible
1: the surge is definitely uh very disconcerting obviously once again
0: texas is back on a lockdown el paso el, well, I only think. a part of texas yeah I mean, not the entire not the no, entire state no it's a very big state but i think it was el paso or something they said it's on a lockdown and they're not again you know the, because the hospitals are being overrun and they're really worried so
1: some interesting things internationally on the COVID front the netherlands is having a huge problem hmm Huge surging cases, which is goes contrary to what people believe is you know one of the most efficiently well run governments in the world. So they've been having a real problem. On the flip side, you know who's had unbelievable control of the virus? Finland. Possible, but that's not who I was. It's <laughs> possible that Finland, but that's not. Who or no, I... it's
0: New Zealand, right? No. Well,
1: Australia's done very right, well. Right. New Zealand, I believe, has too. But this particular country has had 200 days, 200 days of no new local So where is this? Taiwan. Interesting. 200 days of no new local cases. Wow. That's phenomenal. Um, so they're obviously doing something right. Paris is closed. Oh, it is, yeah. Oh. So it's, um yeah, it's worrisome uh, what we're seeing and we're going through. And it's probably, from what we're seeing, it's going to get worse as we head into the, into the winter months. But um, hopefully we'll continue to see stabilization in terms of the actual hospitalization and death rates, which seems to be happening. There's a lot more active cases, but I don't know if it's the severity um, is much improved or the treatments uh, available are better or just the demographics of the mix of people who are being affected. I think that's a big part of it. Is you're seeing a a much larger, significant percentage of the cases being younger people, which obviously are not as impacted as greatly as senior citizens. So, and, and they've changed. Since the beginning of the pandemic, they've changed certain ways of treating it. They're not as quick to put people on ventilators. Yeah. They're, supposedly well, putting, they're supposedly putting, when they diagnose the cases, they're giving people blood thinners, I guess, to prevent clotting. So there's a lot of things.
0: Yeah, well, my brother just had, he he got, I think, zone or something. They gave him steroids because he had, yes, yeah, yeah. Is, yeah they, they're doing the steroids and the, um, and well, and the remde, remdesivir, remdesivir or whatever is called. it's called. I don't know. So I there's a lot of things they've so
1: learned, though, during crazy. this time to help mitigate the
0: impact. Well, that's the thing. It's like, it's a combination. I keep saying, it's like, what are the treatments? Because, the, you know, listen, somebody was saying the other day, uh, chickenpox has been, or smallpox has been around since, what, the 1700s? has never been they never got rid of it completely but you get you know you get to a point where you have to have those vaccines because it can be you know all these things can be deadly this is not something that's gonna go away this is gonna be lit with us for it could be with us forever it could be like the flu could season be for, could be for a very Who knows? Long time. but it's just bad and then are you gonna go get to Philadelphia because I had a very uh um, let
1: you talk about because I I, 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 yeah after Philadelphia I have a lot of different sports things yeah Some, so it. let me let uh, let's let me get
0: to Philadelphia so um my Our daughter, obviously, is in North Philly um, at Temple University. And this past week, unfortunately, there have been a lot of pro- protests and violence and looting in response to a, a mentally ill man, um, I think in West Philadelphia, who was brandishing a knife and coming at the police, and they shot him and killed him. And, and they shot him 14 times, which is awful. I mean, it's just awful. Um, but as a result of that, there have been protests and Mass looting all over Philadelphia whether it's in the wealthier section of, of Philly or in um, Also where our daughter is in North Philly and I read an article yesterday that I really found so upsetting um, It was a black owned business the family poured their heart and soul into this It was a clothing store and I guess back in August there was a lot of looting and they had survived No one attacked their store and for some reason this time they came at their store and they um and they stole everything and they lost everything and they just were like, you know, I you know, I understand people are upset, but you're hurting your own community. Like when you go in and you to completely destroy the lives of people that had nothing to do with this, that are a part of your community what are you proving? What are you doing? And so I had a, um, a text discussion with our daughter yesterday—a a
1: somewhat heated one that I wasn't privy to.
0: Yeah, because I was just so upset for this family, and and our daughter said, "Well, you know, but I can understand when they're protesting in there, or they go into a Walmart because it's a big company, and they don't, and they turn their back on communities." And and I said, Wrong. "Well." No, looting is wrong in whatever sh- way, shape, or form that that 's not the answer and And the other bigger thing, and unfortunately, the pandemic has has hurt this, but the whole concept of opportunity zones companies coming in and employing people in the community there 's actually this beautiful theater that was restored in North Philadelphia that the whole premise was to <laughs> bring back jobs to north philly, and it was and now as as a result of the pandemic they they 're obviously shut down until they open again and and these are things that revitalize a community when you go in it's not so much i have a company i'm not going to employ the people here but if you do that and then you give you know incentives for black owned business owners or you know minority business owners to to actually thrive in their own communities that's the way to do it but but if your own community is destroying it what are you doing you know what's going on so it was a very tough very discussion it's a very I mean, I know that we talk about it, but, the, the, you know, this, these are lives and this is material. But at the same time, you know, when people lose their life savings, when they pour their heart and soul into everything, it, it's it's tragic.
1: And if people think that, well, oh, don't worry, they're insured, insurance is going to cover it. Mm-mm. It's not. It's not that simple. No, really not, that simple. not at all. And so, the,
0: the nice thing is, though, and I could I'm going to share the link. This particular, um, b- these business owners, they have a GoFundMe, and they've raised so far, I think, over twenty-seven thousand dollars to help oh, them. Good. So I'll, I'll put the link to them because I definitely. I said to i on, like, we should totally like support them because I feel terrible that, that that happened to them. All right, that sounds. So, like,
1: that sounds like a good cause to uh, support.
0: Yes. So.
1: Um, so I got quite a few sports things to mention. Okay, so
0: my eyes will glaze over it. Right no,
1: Woo! some some well, some of them are you know human interest stories that you always appreciate, and others. Okay. Are just I, I
0: did see one. Was it the one with the um the the guy who was uh from BU the student? Look at that! Beth could
1: have written the script today. Yeah. On the sport, for the whole sports section. Okay. Former Boston University hockey player Travis Roy died at the age of 45. And if you're wondering who Travis Roy was, or uh, was. He is a a former Boston University hockey player that tragically sustained a spinal cord injury during a game back in 1995 when he slid headfirst into one of the boards at the ice rink. And he suffered a spinal cord injury and that left him as a, I believe, as a paraplegic or quadriplegic. quadriplegic. Um, But after that had happened... um, he went on to basically do some great work in terms of other spinal cord um, uh, injury victims out there and really affected and impacted a lot of people's lives in a positive way a lot of money he had raised to help people adjust and, and become acclimated to living a fulfilling life even though they were you know paraplegic quadriplegic <clears throat> he unfortunately uh, died yesterday at the age of 45 so very, very, yes, sad. very sad. very sad. Very um, We'll get to Bill de Blasio in a second. So the Dodgers, we talked about uh, winning the World Series the other day, which I was happy for because of Clayton Kershaw. And then there's just one clown that had to leave a stain on that championship. And that clown was a former Met who uh, became a Dodger. And I was... Uh, You know, upset that he became a Dodger because he turned out to be a very good player. That player is Justin Turner. If anybody, um, I don't know if anybody's watching, but Justin Turner during the game, in the eighth inning of the baseball game, uh, was informed that he had tested COVID positive.
0: Oh wait, he was a Dodger, and he correct. Oh, oh, Justin
1: Turner during the eighth inning of the game, uh, Major League Baseball was informed that a COVID test came back positive, and they immediately pulled him from the game which was the right thing to do. That is the protocol. They had new information, they basically said, you're out. Right. They pulled it from the game after the Dodgers won the game and that was the and they won the World Series, Justin Turner ignored protocol and went back out onto oh, the field. Oh no. Went back onto the field. Don't tell
0: me he's like hugging people.
1: He didn't I don't think he hugged people he did go on with a mask But he also did have one photo where he had his mask off for the team photo oh, It is the most selfish thing you can do and I know there's a lot of people say oh, it's the World Series It's the biggest moment of his life. You know what so many people yeah have missed monumental moments in their lives over the last year and this clown And that's what he is he's a clown decides to take it upon himself to basically flout all the rules that were put in place to protect all the players in Major League Baseball to protect the families of those players and to protect the public at large and this guy basically says I don't care I'm going out I'm celebrating with my teammates well and the other you are an ass but the
0: other thing that's really scary with professional athletes (laughs) is that you see these stories about how COVID is sidelining people's careers forever you know, where it's it's cre- creating heart problems and, and whether it's in college athletes or in professional athletes. I, I mean, I read something about a football player that just is like also like completely sidelined because of COVID, but like could be for his whole career. So this is not something that you no. catch a flu and you recover. No. This could and be it, like, this is really dangerous. It, it,
1: you know, there are, certain, there are certain things that are just sort of like...
0: Oh, his entire team I, told him what, to come what, on back out. We want you whatever, out here. Whatever, that,
1: that, Regardless, Craig, in my a COVID opinion, party. regardless, Craig, I, whatever they felt that they wanted, it's still totally violated any protocol. You know what? It's like
0: it, it's Russian roulette. Like, you know, some people are going to get it and then they're going to recover and nothing's going to happen. And then you got people that are just saying, oh, it's fake, it's fake, it's fake. And then all of a sudden, the next thing you know, two weeks later, that person died. So it's like, you know, who wants to play Russian roulette? It's like it's not worth it.
1: Yeah, it's it, it was really And maybe bizarre. they could
0: have had the photo and he could have stood somewhere and then the photographer would take his photo, boop, cut it. And, and it. put it yeah. right in there. Yeah. That's what that's oh, what Photoshop we, we, is for. We, we you into the photo. Exactly. Yeah. Boop. That's <laughs> it.
1: See? There's your MLB's uh World Series solution right there. Folks.
0: It's easy. It's called Photoshop.
1: So now turning it back to the Mets. To you know, the, uh, j- just Oh yeah, isn't
0: he creating a problem to yes. Blasio? Just
1: when you think that the 2020 season Had a just a silver lining to it for the Mets because ownership change was coming. They announced the sale of the team. The Wilpons are going to be removed from the equation. You have a $15 billion net worth guy and Stephen Cohen coming buying the team. Who is the ass in New York City that finds a way to potentially unravel this whole deal? I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it has the potential to. No other than Bill de Blasio. Unbelievable. Bill De Blasio, if you,
0: he's, he's a isn't he a Red Sox fan?
1: Bill De Blasio is tr- is attempting to invoke a clause in the language of the City Field lease to the Mets that allows them to basically void or veto or to veto any transaction where there is what a, Called a moral turpitude clause that would allow them to say that anybody who has been convicted of a crime or a felon can't operate at City Field.
0: Wait, but so what does that got to do they, with Steve
1: Cohen? Well, Steve Cohen, many years ago, his uh, company oh. was involved in an insider trading oh. scandal. Steve Cohen was never convicted as a felon. <clears throat> now, granted, he, he Steve Cohen did have some. Questionable dealings, but he was never convicted of a crime, and the insider trading would hardly fall under the moral turpitude clause for what they're concerned about about a business operating at City Field. The fact that they're even—they tra-
0: already were screwed by the Mados. Leave them alone, <clears throat> you you dummy. I, I mean, <laughs> like, like seriously,
1: Bill, you are now—I mean, I'm in Westchester. You are now impacting my life. As a Mets fan, you are now... Your decision to mess around with this clause is impacting me. I disliked you tr- immensely before. Now I think you are the biggest ass I've ever seen in my lifetime. I, I hope it turns out to be nothing, but this could become very interesting if this escalates into something more than just verbal banter at the moment. So uh, that's what he's the, a Red Sox fan. Is he a Red Sox fan? Yeah. Oh, my God. What did, I mean, really?
0: How does that happen?
1: Um... Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. Yeah, retired boxers over the, uh, again? over the age of fifty. They're going to be having an exhibition uh, match in November. I may actually be interested in watching that. Supposedly Mike Tyson saying exhibition match or not, he's looking to kick Roy Jr. Roy Jones Jr.'s ass. So I my w- friend
0: does his PR for Mike Tyson. Yeah, yeah. Mike Tyson's you know
1: Mike Tyson's one of the most perplexing eclectic. E- e- I, Personalities yeah. I think ever in, that I've seen in sports slash um, entertainment. Yeah. He he did some really bad stuff. Uh, I mean, he you know, didn't he were, bite someone's ear off? Yeah, terrible. And then you know, obviously with Robin Givens, Robin Givens is that her name? What he did to her? I mean, there's parts of him that just absolutely a terrible, terrible human being. And then there are parts you see to him like where he's this charming, affable, friendly guy, and it's like. You want to like the guy and then other times you absolutely just can't stand And he was him. hilarious in the hangover and he was funny Like, yeah I mean he it's just these conflicting personalities about him just I don't know it's one of the most interesting ones I've ever seen in my lifetime um, coming back to WFAN local New Rochelle Craig Carton he's officially coming back to the fan he's gonna be teaming up with Evan Roberts um, doing a sports talk I, this is something I mentioned a while back, like the fact that WFAN needs to bring back a guy who spent time in prison from a gambling scandal. Like, really, you
0: can't find. At some... least he's not trying to buy the Mets. You
1: can't find somebody else. No. I, is oh. that, is, I just well, that's I just, what
0: Bill De Blasio was saying about Steve Cohen. Can't you can't find somebody else? No, there's a big <laughs> that's, that's that's
1: interesting, but there's a big difference between Craig Carden versus finding a guy that has fifteen billion dollar wallets. Yeah, I spend, know, Okay. I know. There's a a big difference there. I know. And I'm going to mention one last thing before I give it over to you for trivia. Okay. okay? And it's not sports related because this is for my mom who will love this story. In London, there's the famous Southwark Cathedral. And the Southwark Cathedral became very popular because of the presence of a stray cat. And this particular stray cat was named Dorkin's Magnificat. Been was at this cathedral for 12 years, and it was embraced as the basically pet for the community because many people in town didn't have their own pets. So this cat was a particular um, pet of the community. He unfortunately passed away on September 30th. Heartbroken. This cat had 6,000 Twitter followers. 6,000. They just had a nice little memorial yesterday in honor of the cat.
0: Yeah, that's very nice. It's
1: very nice. Then that was uh, Dorkin's Magnificat. So may, may Dorkin's rest in peace. What yeah, my... and,
0: and uh, Becca's cat the Bunny has about a hundred and something followers. So
1: wow, that's pretty good. More than us. Oh, on and Instagram. by the way, it, I, in case there's any bakers out there, supposedly there's this great baker competition online that's taking place. I'm seeing it all over Facebook. What are they baking? No, just like you have to vote for people to. For your favorite baker, so the one that I keep seeing is a neuro local friend Jennifer Hall, who's really yes, what? she is she is a great baker. I've seen her stuff on Facebook pictures. I mean, the stuff looks magnificent. So I'm gonna personally, if I get a chance, I'm gonna go on to this uh, Great Baker Competition com, whatever, and vote for Jennifer. Is it individual,
0: Hall? not the actual bakeries? Because no, I, I, like I, I think it's
1: individuals. Oh, okay. I think it's individual yeah. names. And, and the winner, bakeries? the winner of the Great Baker Competition wins. Gets 10000 bucks, so interesting,
0: very interesting. Good, all right, <clears throat> all right. Well, uh, is that yeah? That's it. I'm, I, I'm gonna, I had a couple other things, but not as interesting it was like we had to go long today because we were missing out on all the shows that we were supposed to do this week and haven't been able to. Hopefully, we'll get back to a better schedule next week. Over to you, my love. Thank you. So, your word of the day is gloaming, hmm, gloaming, gloaming. yes. I have to say, I know Kevin was saying that my my cup was very, very big, (laughs) but this was delightful today. I made myself my little caramel macchiato in my coffee. Yummy. Gloaming. Yeah, gloaming. I don't know. It means twilight or dusk. Mm, Okay. All right. Here we go. Fun part. Fun time. On what common object could you find a gate and a claw? I'm thinking Kevin's gonna know this answer. On what common object do you find a gate and a claw? It looks like a cereal <laughs> bowl. I actually use that for—I have used it for cereal, and I've used it for um, soup. It's—it's—it's it's, it's a very versatile cup. A gate and a
1: claw. I don't know the answer to that.
0: Okay, where I don't know—is Kevin gonna answer? because I, I figured he would know a camera ah.
1: so i'll give
0: you an like when i worked in tv and we would go to the filming of a show usually when they finished shooting the scene and this was shooting it on film at the end they would say you know cut check the gate so it's making sure that they got the scene so it's ah. called check the gate and that was on the camera the claw part i don't remember but i know i'm figuring kevin probably knows okay what film won the Best Makeup Oscar in 1988? you think like, um, sort of like Halloween-ish, it's not a Halloween movie at all, but it's like great, it was great makeup and one of our favorite comedies that we've been watching, um, the mom in that series played the mom oh, in- Oh, now
1: you just gave it away.
0: Yeah. But it's so funny because you didn't realize that, like she was so kooky in that movie, and now like watching her in Shit's Creek, I mean, nope. Not Carrie was from the seventies. Oh, he thinks it's more for video. I don't know if it's video. No, but it's when they were shooting it back when I back in the day, Kevin. They actually shot it on film, so it was more of a. It wasn't. I guess whatever so this that movie.
1: Was. Can I say what it is? Yeah, Beetlejuice.
0: Yes, Beetlejuice. That was. A, um what is the character's name of agent 86 this is gonna be a quick one i'm gonna see if i I, i'm betting that craig's gonna get to it first i don't know just saying do you remember
1: maxwell smart
0: well you just gave it away okay now we have to see if they're gonna get it but yes who was the one who played his girlfriend? Maybe that's who we could be. You could be Maxwell Smart, and I'll be Agent Ninety Nine. Yeah, I'll be Agent Ninety Nine, okay. and, and we could. And you could bring a shoe, right? And you could have your shoe phone.
1: There we go. We just. We,
0: I'm gonna be Ninety Nine.
1: Okay. We I have just to go. With, with, that's it. We just fig, we just fig, figured Don, out a Halloween class. We're gonna
0: classes. be Get Smart. Very good, Don Adams, Maxwell Smart. Perfect. Okay. In 1976, what show appeared on TV for the first time? What is it again? You... In 1976, what show appeared on TV for the first time? 1970 1976 I'll be like this. <laughs> this is it.
1: Uh... No, it's a TV
0: series, not a not a movie. Watch No.
1: Oh, oh, police woman.
0: No, no. No, I don't know if that's 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 police. No, that's not police woman. Um, it's come on, like they were like this, this, Uh, and this.
1: Oh, Charlie's Angels. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there you go, Charlie's Angels.
0: (laughs) Yes, Gina. Excellent. Okay. The Great Gazoo was an alien in which cartoon series? This would be weird because I didn't even realize that there was an alien. The in Jetsons? This. No, that would have been easy because it was the Jetsons. But I didn't realize an alien even showed <laughs> up on this, this uh, cartoon. I must have missed that episode. Yeah, and this was another costume that I was thinking. Yes, Craig with the Flintstones. Very good. Very good. Very very good, good, Craig. All right, this is a good one. A crapulous person is full of what? Kevin with the Flintstones. Very good.
1: Crapulous? A
0: crapulous person is full of what? I thought that was, I thought it was very humorous. That would be the answer of, that would be the obvious, but it's not. <laughs> One would think. I'd like to use that word. Like, you're, you know. No? Alcohol. They're drunk. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, he was voiced by Harvey Cor- Kevin with the bonus points on, on The Great Gazoo. Wow. <laughs> Harvey Corman. Okay. Um, what is the largest church in the world? It's an easy one. Largest church. Come on. Come on. Yes, Gina with the Vatican. We were there last year. See? All oh, right. the
1: Vatican more as a country.
0: No, that's Vatican City. Oh. The Vatican is the actual, oh. you know, on the St. Peter's, right. Okay. Um, if you had canitis, what have you got? Good job, Kevin. If you have canitis, so? I currently have canitis right now, too. C A N. I T I S.
1: Swollen joints.
0: No, no. Many of us right now, especially during the pandemic, are dealing with a lot of women are dealing with conitis. <laughs> I never knew this word. No? Grey hair uh, see I got I got it right there right uh, there. lots of cannis. great. <laughs> what is the main ingredient of Scotch woodcock? It's one of your favorite things. I threw it in here because it's one of your favorite things that I get like completely like bleh, when I see it. For me Yes. what is the main ingredient of Scotch woodcock? I don't what is it Oh, mean? bye Kevin.
1: Bye Kevin. What is the main ingredient of scotch woodcut?
0: Yes. No idea. Anchovies. Oh.
1: See? Not that I've had, but I haven't had scotch woodcut. Yeah. What is that?
0: He said, I should have known that Canna in Spanish is hair. <laughs> wow. Oh, see? You
1: get your last question coming up?
0: Yes, here we go. We're going to name that TV series. Let me see if I can, uh, if it's going to skip this commercial. Presenting Probably not. Home oh, sorry. Sorry that we only have to have a commercial. Step one, okay, sorry. It's like slow and it's a little slow. Here we go.
1: This is
0: such a great show. the 80s had the best music oh taxi yes Craig Yay.
1: very good
0: and Kevin <laughs> stayed
1: around Kevin said goodbye but he not before he could hear the last question
0: Good. Hey, that wait, was hey, like those, I, I saw that come up. I was like, "That was such a great show." Those are show. the best shows. Oh all right, man, yeah,
1: Kevin's got to go. You know what? And so do I. All right, all, all right. right. Yeah, Darren's got a
0: long day ahead. Yeah, a
1: long day ahead. I'm working, working a long day. All right. Uh, but this was a lot of fun. I'm glad we're starting to get back into the swing of things. All right, despite the weather, uh, it was a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank Gina. you, Gina. Well be back again tomorrow right? yes we'll, we'll be, be back, back again. again
0: tomorrow and we'll you know we'll we'll see how it goes next week hoping hopefully, that we yes, can be there things
1: will be nice smooth uh, recovery to uh, more regular, consistent regular, shows. Regular, consistent pro- programming yes all right everybody stay safe have fun okay happy everyone? halloween happy halloween trick-or-treat all smiles right where's everyone. a
0: shoe so i could do <laughs> it's
1: smiles <at> everyone <laughs>